In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. So happy you guys are here today. I got a special guest for you, Mr. Jeremy Taylor. He's a re- there. He is right here. He's a researcher, an incredible individual, a friend of mine, and uh, he's got some incredible information for us today. We're gonna be talking about this CCP virus, aka Corona, aka one of the world's biggest scams. So we're gonna get into it today. Jeremy, do you want to introduce yourself before we get started in this bad boy? Jeremy Taylor, New York City, and like uh, George was just saying, the greatest cover-up in human history. And the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, they need to be held accountable for the destruction they've caused. Thanks for having me on, by the way, George. Oh, I'm so excited to have you, man. So let, let's just begin at the beginning, man. What? So, so 2019, you know, there's the Olympic, there's these games or something like that, or there's a virus all of a sudden when you start hearing about it. Just take us from the beginning, man. And just at the uh, end of uh, 2019, all of a sudden, this uh, doctor in uh, Wuhan from the Wuhan Central Hospital was like, yo, there's a SARS-like virus spreading through his uh, WeChat app, you know, and he's like uh, sending his friends saying, yo, got a big SARS-like virus spreading. So instead of uh, the Chinese government saying, good looking out, you know, they shut him down. The hospital made him sign a statement saying he'll keep his mouth shut. The police from a Wuhan went to his hospital and said, dude, uh, made him, you know, sign an apology letter and saying don't spread rumors, even though he's telling the truth, man. That's why China's system is bad, rotten to the core, George. Man. I could just keep going on because, uh, and then uh, remember the uh, CCP. Well, if you hear me say CCPG, that's the Chinese Communist Party government. That's who's running the show in China. That's who's calling the shots. General Secretary or Chairman now, Xi Jinping. You know, and he said, oh, you're making up all kinds of lies, saying uh, the virus from the Huanan, you know, wildlife meat market. It got debunked. And then he said, oh, uh, 
okay, the virus is from Italy, and that was a lie. The virus is from Spain, and that was a lie. You know, instead of accepting responsibility because they don't want to be held financially accountable, blame Italy, blame Spain, blame USA, blame Australia. You know, instead of placing the blame where it belongs on themselves. And then because Australia said, you know, how about we have like a global uh, international inquiry, investigation where the virus originated. Instead of trying to say, you know, yes, they said, oh, no. Oh, no, we block it, give you no data, and punish Australia through economic coercion. You know, uh, ban Australian beef, barley, lobster, wine, coal, you know, to punish Australia because they asked uh, for an investigation of, you know, COVID origin. How about USA? We asked and they wanted to punish us too. It's just a Chinese economic coercion, rotten to the core. And that was a that was a bi- like a you know a pretty serious bio lab they had over there. What do you think it was a bio weapon that got out of there, or what do you think, George? They have a, they wrote a book about it, George. This is not like a dude. It's called unrestricted warfare. If you get a chance, everybody or George or whoever, yeah. unrestricted warfare. I read it last year, and uh, you know what? Let me. Uh, I got that around here somewhere. Sure, let's check it out. I don't remember if I put it in here, but like. Uh, these two Chinese colonels talk about using viruses as a bioweapon. They write about it. They talk about it. So it's no surprise. You know, so there's no doubt that this virus was a uh, coronavirus supercharged, juiced up at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. There ain't no doubt about it. You got numerous virologists, epidemiologists, researchers, scientists. You got 10. I could name 10 right now. You know, maybe I should because you have, how about this? I got it right here as a matter of fact. Let me just give you a quick reading, brother. Yeah, please. Please do. So here we go. Uh, Number one, a guy named Dr. Andrew Huff, epidemiologist in his book, The Truth About Wuhan, said the virus is a genetically engineered agent conducted through China's gain-of-function experiments. Dude, Canadian, Chinese Canadian, what's her molecular biologist Alina Chan says virus modified. You have uh, Richard Ebright, molecular biologist at Rutgers University. Evidence points to a lab origin. British professor Angus Dalglish and Norwegian scientist Berger Sorensen wrote they had evidence of retro engineering in China but have been ignored. Professor Nikolai Petrovsky from Flinders University in Australia said he and other scientists were surprised when it appeared very first strains of COVID-19 showed the virus was already perfectly adapted to infect and transmit between human hosts. The list goes on, George. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Virus supercharged Wuhan Institute of Virology. The question, George, did they release it on purpose? Or did it escape by accident? That's the question, bro. Yeah, that is the question. And, you know, I, I remember when first starting to see it, like you would see these leaked footages of people in China just dropping down or people welded into their houses. You know, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's like, inter- yeah, go ahead. It's just like, uh, first of all, just to finish up what we're saying about, yeah. so because they've never found an intermediate animal host, they never found any animal you know, when it jumped from the Chinese person, you know, to the bat. Yep. It's supposed to like, it just, there's supposed to be an intermediate, an, a pangolin 
or a Himalayan palm civet. Dude, the things that they're eating, it's not normal to eat a pangolin. It's not, it's an anteater. And they're eating the ants, anteaters. It's not normal to eat a bat. It's not normal to eat a Himalayan palm civet. These, you know, wildlife wet markets. Dude, but that's another story. The virus that was created at Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's just, uh, and they know at the end of 2019 that the researchers at the WIV, they were infected with it. It was on their website saying, you know, some of our doctors have a SARS-like have been infected. Dude, again, did they release it on purpose because their economy was going down like a rock in a well? Mm. Or did it escape by accident? Yeah. That's a great point. I never thought about it from like an economic war point of view. Like, look, we're going down. We're going to take everybody with us. Oh, do totally. That's the CCP's mentality, George. If they're going down, they want to take the world down with them. They want to take USA down with them, UK, everything, democracy, human rights, freedom of speech, everything that they hate, everything that we live for, George, is they're the enemy. I remember yeah. when... um. I think it was Mao Zedong who who had mentioned something that that uh, gosh I can't think of where it was or, or when it was, but the quote was something along the lines of "We're prepared to lose a billion people" or something like that because they had so many people, and all the other world leaders were like, "What are you talking about a billion people?" But you know, it's I'm a little bit too young to have, to have seen or or heard. I've heard the stories of Mao, but you know, I never got to see some of the footage and some of the ideas that happened back in, in those days. But is that, is that the same mentality of the CCP these days? Totally. George, they don't care about their own people. You know, they talk, they, you know, uh, CCP or Chairman Xi Jinping now, you know, they say, put, we put people first. We serve people first. That's the biggest bunch of BS ever. You know, I can go into the virus, how they didn't prepare for their exit. You know, they didn't have Paxlovid. There's a shortage of beds. There's a shortage of everything. They don't care about their people. And to get back to what you said regarding Mao, Deng Xiaoping, after Mao, Deng Xiaoping mm -hmm. said, dude, if I have to kill 200,000 okay. Chinese for just another 20 years of CCP rule, so be it. So they don't care. It's a 200,000. It's a drop in the bucket. They don't care about their own people. They say they do. They don't care. You know, and like the smoking gun, you know, people like, because they're still, so we don't, oh, is the virus coming from a, a bird, a pangolin? Where's it even, dude, the proof, the smoking gun is the furin cleavage site. People, all you have to do is just Google F-U-R-I-N cleavage site, and it explains how they inserted their juiced up virus into an existing virus. They can't hide it. You know, the Chinese, like uh, three years ago, they tried to destroy all the samples. You know, the CCP, Xi Jinping, mm -hmm. destroy everything. Don't share no data because the CCP has no openness, no transparency. Destroy everything. Destroy the sequence. Everything. We're, destroy it all. Don't let the international community. Because they didn't want to be held accountable. Because, and, but you can't hide it. Fear and Cleaver said, all you have to do, that's the smoking gun. That's the proof. And hopefully... Because Biden won't hold CCP accountable. Anthony, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, he won't hold. To, they don't even talk about COVID. They're like, oh, my God. OMG. Going to open up a whole new can of worms. 
That's what they're concerned about. A million Americans dead. Biden doesn't say nothing. How about Europeans? Two million Europeans died from COVID. Where's the outrage? Yeah. What's your take on, like, I, I have seen some research, you know, there, there were a lot of doctors from the U.S. over there. It seems like, I don't know if they were working at that lab, but it seems like Fauci was part of it. You had, um, who was the, uh, Peter, De- Peter, uh, Dasak from Echo Dasak. Health Alliance. Yeah. That's why I just said, like, uh, you know, uh, that Dr. Andrew Huff, yep. he used to be the VP, the guy I just mentioned, who says, dude, yeah. there's no doubt. That that virus is coming from that Wuhan Institute, hundred percent. Come on, man. <laughs> Enough already with all the BS, George. Yeah. Let's cut to the F and chase. We know it's from WIV. You know, and the IMF says uh, coronavirus caused a global economy between twenty. Uh, what was it between twenty-two trillion dollars between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-five? That's why CCP doesn't want to come clean and say, yo are bad, you know, it escaped from the lab, or they release it, you know, me personally, hey, their economy, like I said, was going down, unemployment's going up, GDP going down, dude, you got like, uh, what is it, I think you got 10 million kids graduating from college, they can't give them jobs, they got no jobs, that's why they were on the street protesting, you know, at the end of uh, this past year, They're on, you know, yeah, they were protesting the zero COVID, you know, policy which is like nightmare massive lockdowns quarantines daily you know dude contact electronic dude they're monitoring their movement there's no freedom of movement there's no freedom there's no vaccine freedom china's people couldn't even get the mrna vaccine if they wanted it there's no vaccine freedom they got no freedom there that's why they're on the street you know people say oh it's just covid or that CCP's blaming the United States. Foreign forces are why these kids were on the streets in 18 different Chinese cities, you know, two months ago or a month ago, whenever it was, end of December. Um, they want freedom. That's why they're on the street saying Xi Jinping stepped down. That's why on, they're on the street protesting saying CCP stepped down. They want a new government. How, how come you, like, wh- why wouldn't the rest of the world come together and force them to come clean with this if that was the case. You know, it's like a, because uh, they trade with China, George. You know, and even, and, and getting screwed too, G. <laughs> Big time, bro, because China has a trade surplus with every other country. Other countries have a trade deficit. China has the trade surplus, which means the other countries' workers get hurt. The other countries' companies get hurt. China, it's a win for China. And it's a loss for U.S., U.K., Europe, every country. And not just, uh, you know, it's a part of China's trade warfare, Mm -hmm. China's industrial warfare, China's economic warfare. People got against us, U.S., U.K., European Union, every country. You know, the China just, they have this, uh, this, uh, you know, zero-sum game mindset. There's a winner and there's a loser in trade. And that's why the world is saying we've had enough. No more. Not a mass, bro. We're not letting them get a, dude. We open our market wide. They dump all of their illegally subsidized junk. It's illegally subsidized. And then they illegally dump it into every country. That's why that's how they got rich. Because we open they could dump all their crap. 
into every country. And we provided investment, you know, US, UK, Germany, France, India, Japan, Australia, Canada, send trillions and trillions over there. That's what made China rich. Not the CCP taking credit for everything the world did to lift 700 million Chinese peasants out of poverty. And CCP takes credit for it. Only thing CCP did was get rich off of China's people's backs. You know, yeah. it's just uh, their CCP. That's why there were people on the street. CCP, step down. Xi Jinping, step down. It's real it, simple, man. Yeah, you know it. I think when Kissinger went over there, like in the seventies, him and and Nixon, those guys, they they be they began opening up or investing in there. But don't don't these other countries have some form of liability to share? Like it seems pretty corrupt for a lot of our officials to take tons of money from China and just look the other way. Yeah, because uh, you know they want to be all these like Germany today. You know, USA, we talk about decoupling from China. You know, get them out of the supply chain. You know, everything that they touch is tainted. You know, and they, because, and we want, and Europe, Germany, France, they're scared to use the word decoupling. They're like, oh, OMG, you know, you don't want to like uh, ruffle the uh, CCP's feathers. Oh my God, you know, because they're scared that the CCP will take economic, you know, punish Germany, punish won't buy their junk, won't buy Mercedes, won't buy BMW, won't buy French wine, won't buy French cheese. Chinese will, you know, put a tariff. They'll, you know, same what they did to Australia, you know, by, okay, you want an independent investigation into the coronavirus? Australia, really? Okay, now we hurt you. That's why China's not a friend. China, you know, I, ha I hear people all the time, China's a friend. Really? <laughs> I mean... I mean, I don't understand what world these these people are like uh, detached from reality, thinking China's our friend. China commits, like I was saying, economic warfare. China commits drug warfare, like fentanyl. Commit information warfare against us, psychological warfare against us. It's just uh, I don't understand what people think. But anyway, to get back to your question, these other countries are scared that China will retaliate. Through you know, we won't buy you. They'll do a boycott. They'll do a, you know, Germany consumer boycott. Won't buy no German cars. Won't buy no German uh, wine. Won't buy no German uh, cheese or whatever else the French are selling to China. They'll shut them down. They'll close their market. It hurts France's economy. Hurt Germany's economy. Hurt Australia's economy. Hurt Canada's economy. How about years ago, uh, Norway? Dude, what's it, the uh, Nobel Peace Prize? Right, Norway gave uh, the Dalai Lama, or was it Liu Xiaobo, gave someone a Nobel. Dude, China, it's just a Nobel, it's not even Norway's government. It's just an organization that is based in Norway. They, you know, hurt Norway's government. We won't buy Norway uh, salmon fish or whatever they were like uh, boycotting against. That's why these countries don't say nothing. It needs the USA, thank God. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> that, uh, you know, has to lead the. And one thing Biden, and I'm no fan of Biden, but one thing he is doing that's good is he's building an alliance. He's getting Germany on board. He's getting France on board. He's getting Japan, Canada, Australia. He's getting all these people on board, you know, because uh, to, and that's like the CCP's, that's uh, Xi Jinping's worst nightmare. I don't know if you ever read uh, The Art of War. I but have, yeah. You know, and he talks, they talk about, uh, Sun Tzu talks about like, you know, try to split up your, you know, your, your enemies alliances with you know whoever their allies are 
you know, now we're all like U.S., U.K., France, Germany, Australia, India. You know, we're all like getting together because we all recognize the CCP threat, the Chinese government threat. How could they like? Is, I, I guess their their economy is is so giant, like. Maybe it's the interconnectedness of all of our "quote unquote" giant multinational corporations. That it seems like they're on board a little bit. Maybe it would hurt their bottom line. Maybe it would hurt their problem. You have Apple over there with Foxconn. You have, you know, Elon selling Teslas, and all these corporate leaders start talking about the Chinese model is the next way forward. It seems like they're all on, like a lot. Not all of them, but a lot of them are on board with it. Good question, George. Great, spot on, bro. Because especially, uh, how about Elon Musk throwing Taiwan under the bus? You I don't know, know about this. Yeah, he was like, uh, even though Taiwan's an independent country already, a democrat, self-ruling, democratic island nation, they love their democracy. They don't want that taken away by Chinese communists. Come on, man. You know, but uh, Elon Musk, he said uh, maybe they should have some sort of like a one country, two system like Hong Kong. And look how that turned out for Hong Kong. CCP destroyed the Pearl of the Orient. Now no more freedom in Hong Kong, no more academic freedom, no more artistic freedom, no more religious freedom. George, they got no religious freedom, man. But, uh, you know, that's so there, you know, the CCP's model. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a vomit CCP model. You know, that's just a thing. Like, dude, that same thing with uh, Xi Jinping saying about his COVID policy is dynamics, zero COVID. Wow. Holy cow, <laughs> Mr. You're the man. Come on. It's been a failure, his zero COVID policy. And the zero COVID exit strategy, worse, causing more damage. Then the policy itself, because now you have, what, a billion Chinese affected just in the month of, what is it, December, January. In two months, a billion Chinese infected because the CCP did a bad job at preparation. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. CCP failed miserably. They should be held accountable. That's why China's people are on the streets, man. That's why they're saying we want freedom. We want freedom of the press. We want religious freedom. Xi Jinping stepped down. CCP stepped down. Yeah. But they can't do it on themselves. They need help. Mm. And to get back to, you know, uh, yeah. Elon Musk, you know, throwing, because he's like, you know, one country, two system. Yeah, look, so look at Hong Kong today. They lost all their freedoms. That's good. That's a good system. No internet freedom is not a good system. No academic, no artistic, no religious freedom, no reproductive freedom. That's not a good system. Horrible model, a horrible CCP, Leninist, Marxist model. It needs to be overthrown immediately. They're a threat to humanity. They're a threat to everything we love. They're a threat to everything we live for. They need to be overthrown now. <laughs> no joke, bro. Do you think like so? Let's shift gears for a minute, and we'll we'll get back to the virus. But you bring up some fascinating points. You know, I read a lot about the new Belt and Road Initiative, 
And, you know, when I think of the Belt and Road Initiative, I think of, I think it was von Clausewitz who talked about the world island. And if you look at the United States, we're like this, we're almost like a giant island. But the world's island would be Europe, Russia, China. It's like one giant island if you were to look at it from that aspect. And they say whoever controls the heartland controls the world's island. And when I look at the Silk Road in prior days or I look at the Belt and Road Initiative now, it does seem like a pretty ingenious way to connect the world of Europe together. And that would kind of make the United States almost like the little brother of the world. Do you think that maybe there's some underlying sort of – maybe it's greed, maybe it's selfish, just maybe it's power. But do you think that maybe these world leaders, like some of these people at, at the World Economic Forum or some of these people in the Netherlands, like they're just, they're just lockstep with the CCP even though they're corrupted so that they can maintain their power? Oh, totally. They're helping push the Belt and Road Initiative. Right, right. Dude, and because CCP, they've been bought – and paid for a job, uh, George. And by the way, the Belt and Road Initiative, aka Debt Trap, <laughs> CCP has no right to get these emerging economies into debt. Disgusting people, George. Chinese communist government uh, causing poor people to become even poorer, getting them into debt. It's a debt trap, and it's all about CCP spreading their influence. If they can get these countries all into debt, then the CCP can control them. Well, dude, you owe us uh, $20 billion. Now, okay, this is what we want in exchange. Since you can't pay that $30, 50000000000 billion back, this is what we want now. They get control of their press. They start telling them that democracy is no good. No more free speech. No more freedom of the press. No more religious freedom. They take away everything that that country lives for because the CCP is the enemy. I don't know how to get, you know, knock into people's heads, <laughs> you know, to wake up, please wake up, recognize the CCP is the enemy, not the people, the Chinese communist government. That's the problem. And their built and road initiative, whether it's South Asian countries, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, Indonesia, and then they, they get these countries deliberately into debt so then they can control them and spread their CCP model like you were just talking about. They're uh, ooh, our superior model. <laughs> superior model. Really? Look at how the uh, zero COVID policy turned out. Look at the zero COVID exit strategy. Superior? Dude, their vaccines are inferior. That's why China's people didn't want to take their vaccines because there's always vaccine scandals because of mm. China's low quality junk vaccines inferior that's why they didn't want to take the vaccines and they don't have even va even if they wanted to take the ccp prevented china's people from getting the mra because they would have been like well if we accept if we give you the usa moderna usa vaccine highest quality you know pfizer you know then the ccp looks like inferior why are we getting american uh, vaccines where's our vaccines but their vaccines are junk ineffective old school because they're inferior but then they start talking about their superior model wow and then you got dumb americans hmm. really well yeah they're superior <laughs> you know you got european people all over the world i speak to people all the time and they're telling me and i'm like 
they've been brainwashed. It's amazing how uh, the CCP, I give them credit, they do a great job of brainwashing not just China's people, but the rest of the world too. And they do that through WeChat. Didn't I think uh, the other day that I, I think I sent you a text, maybe it was a different article, but there was one the other day in uh, the Wall Street Journal mm -hmm. and they were talking about shut WeChat, forget about TikTok, small potatoes, WeChat. That's the, the Chinese Tencent app called WeChat. That's what brainwashes all the people. Around. There's 60 million Chinese around the world. Mm. <laughs> 60 million. And they're all being a brainwash through WeChat. That's how the CCP has control of the Chinese all over the world. They continue to brainwash them if they're here in U.S., Mexico, India, wherever they're Chinese, that they go through that WeChat. That's what they're saying. Shut it down. Through WeChat, they tell them democracy is bad. Here in the USA, freedom of uh, press is bad. You don't need uh, academic freedom. You don't need uh, human rights. It's a universal value. No, you don't need that. Let's go to the superior Chinese model. No human rights. It's ridiculous, George. People yeah, need to wake up again. When I think of propaganda, like, uh, you know, it's... You know, I think it was Edward Bernays who came out with that book, Propaganda. But it seems to me that it may have been perfected by, you know, it may have been, I don't know if it's been perfected, but it seems to me that the level of propaganda is pretty prevalent throughout the world. And, and you know, I've never used WeChat but I can look at the American papers and they've all been, you know, there, there used to be every city used to have two papers. Now they have one. You know, when you start looking at who owns the distribution of information, I think that the American, you know, and, and I hate to see even American because it, it seems to me like the Chinese model has spread to multinational corporations. And, and, you know, I could see why, like, you know, when you look at China, they can go in and they can just move. We, we want to build a bridge from right here to the ocean. We're just going to seize all this land. All the people get the hell out of the way. Thanks for coming out. This is all ours now. And I think that there's a lot of people in our government that are jealous of that. They go, wow, look at all this power these people have. And you got corporations that are like, well, that was nice. They just kicked out all these people. We can build our factory. And those people will work for almost free. They see this free labor and they're like, well, that, that's a great idea. We can, we can allow these people to make a company dollar and spend it at the company store. We'll keep everything here. And it, it seems like that Chinese model, the communist model has moved. It's already jumped from China into the world of commerce. And there's a lot of people that want it. They're hungering for it. And, you know, what, what's your take? Do you think that it's, it's already kind of spread like a cancer throughout the world? Oh, totally. And dude, you were just talking about like, uh, that's what it's all about. You know, that's what BRI is all about, you know, spreading their no rule of law. Like you said, mm. if there's that they want to build something, you people are out. Yeah, we, yeah, we promise yeah, we promise you we're going to give you a nice <laughs> new crib or a house or something. Right, hey, right. you got it, buddy. You know, but the, there's no rule of law. So the people can't hire a lawyer to sue the local government. There's no justice. Mm -hmm. That's why the Chinese model, CCP model, no rule of law, that's good. No justice, that's good. <laughs> really? These people get kicked out, millions. That's why there's like hundreds of thousands of protests every year in China, because they get their land stolen from them. 
That's right. Not just like, you know, two months ago when they were protesting against the zero COVID policy. Besides that, 100,000 protests a year or 60,000. Every year it differs. And because they had their land stolen because a family member got a bad vaccine and died. Low quality junk. But mostly it's about people having their land stolen from them, like you were saying. And then, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. We got a nice one bedroom for you. And then they're living outside in some dump. Yeah. Because there's no rule of law. Because the Chinese model has no justice. CCP is bad to the bone. Again, rot. when I say rotten to the core, I'm not exaggerating. Trust me. Look at those BRI companies. How come China doesn't forgive their debt? Zambia. China owns all of their copper mines in Zambia. China should forgive their debt. Forgive South Africa's debt. Forgive all of these countries that you were talking about in the BRI. Should forgive their debt. But they don't have a good heart. CCP has a black heart. If they had a good heart, they wouldn't get these countries deliberately into debt in the first place, man. Chinese Communist Party has no right to make these developing countries, you know, become poorer. But isn't that what the IMF does? Like, if we look at the U.S. and Europe, like, we use the IMF to do the same thing in Central America and Southern America. Like, we go in and give them these incredible loans at a high interest rate, and then they're like, oh, we can't pay it back. And we're like, okay, well, we'll give you a new loan, but we give them even higher interest rate. And then we buy their officials, and then we kind of own their policies. It's, it seems like black cat, white cat. They're both catching mice. Yeah, but if you look uh, look at the, uh, what was it, I can't remember what report, but they were listing all of the countries, you know, not just as the, uh, you know, CCP stealing like Zambia's copper, but go to Ghana, where they're stealing mm. their gold and their fish. You mm. know, you got the Chinese in Ghana using trawlers. Now, Ghana, you know, USA isn't like sending our fishing vessels around the world and stealing <laughs> poor countries' fish. Mm. Now, Ghana's people got no fish to feed their families. Ghana's fishermen don't have any fish to sell at the market so they can put their kids in school. Chinese have no right to steal Ghana's fish. Or, you know, every African country is being plundered. There's a book called China's Second Continent. It talks Mm. about details, how they're raping, exploiting Africa bad and South Asia and Central America and South America. USA ain't, you know, nowhere close, no comparison, George. Yeah. You know, I, and I, you know, I've seen some interesting models with the Belt and Road Initiative. It's not that it stops in Europe. You know, they've they've built some super highways that go from Brazil straight to the coast, where they're, they're you know, they're taking the resources from there. Shoddy construction. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, look, please go ahead. All, look at Pakistan. Mm. You know, or look at all of these. I think I think I'm not sure, but I think it was Pakistan's dams, and there's other countries. Ecuador. It was just in the Wall Street Journal. I think it was last week in Ecuador. The dams that the Chinese have built, they got cracks. I think there was 12,000 cracks in the dam. It's a big waste. They get them to you know, pay billions, and then the dam don't work no more. And then they expect the Ecuador to still pay back the loan, even though the dam isn't working. I mean, it's just a, it's despicable stealing Chinese. Stealing from the poorest people on earth is disgusting. I agree. I, I, sometimes I, okay, l- let's look at it from this angle. Tell me what you think about this. It's like, imagine you're a country in Africa and you have been colonized by probably Britain or like the, you know, the West for forever. And then the West is like China come, like 
you know, you you live in this third world country. You're on like the the IMF or the, the U.S. or Britain gives you a loan and says, okay, we're going to give you this money, but you're not allowed to use your own resources. You have to use our companies to do it. You know, so, uh, you know, 50, 60 years goes by and you're not getting to use your resources, even though someone gave you money. And then here comes China and says, look, we'll give you money. You do whatever you want with it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's crazy, exorbitant rate. We'll build you a road. We'll build you a dam. But you guys can use this money for whatever you want. Like on some level, the people in the poorest countries are being taken advantage of by the world's richest countries. And, you know, if, if I was this country in Africa and I was being colonized by the West for 60 years, why wouldn't I try another country's money? Hey, good point, man. You know, but the thing is like, because, you know, with us, with USA, UK, Europe, you know, the strings attached, which is yeah. what you're talking about, because yeah. you know, we want human rights. That's the string. We want environmental, you know, upgrade. No environment, you know, Chinese environmental degradation, their middle name. They don't care if they destroy, they destroy their own environment. Mm. They don't care about some African country's environment. <laughs> they'll destroy it to get like a little uh, a nugget of gold. Yeah. And they'll destroy like, you know, 100 acres. But, uh, you know, that's the point, like the environment. So USA, we're like, oh, you know, we have these standards, you know, uh, you know, you got to do it environmentally friendly. You got to like uh, have human rights. You have to have labor laws. You know, you can't uh, screw the people over. It's Chinese. Oh, no labor law, no environmental law. We won't criticize your human rights abuses, you mm. know, and uh, you could do whatever you want. That's the difference. That's why these countries go. Pakistan, all these countries, because there's no, uh, yeah, there's strings attached. Look right. at Sri Lanka. Wow. They, lo they lost their port for 99 years. The uh, Chinese loaned uh, Sri Lanka. And now uh, Sri Lanka couldn't pay the uh, debt back because Chinese says, oh, we'll build you <clears throat> an airport. And then all of the Chinese tourists will go to the airport. Well, now the airport's built shoddy, bad construction, falling down, and no tourists. So now Sri Lanka got nothing but has to pay back the loan. Couldn't pay back the loan. They had to give up the airport and a port, you know, a marine port for 99 years. Bad model, George. Malign influence, nefarious Chinese behavior. Yeah, it's like a race to the bottom. You know, oh. it's like, it's, it's crazy to think about the world in which we live right now and the amount of corruption and... You know, so maybe we should fill in some background. Like you've got some, you've, you've spent some time in China over there, right? Like you have some, have you spent some spent, time over there? No, I spent time in a Southeast Asia, but never in China. Not that it's on my bucket list, but I was in um, Burma, <laughs> right. Thailand, right. Cambodia. So I've been to a Southeast Asia. I was in Burma or Thailand building a dormitories for orphaned Burmese refugee girls on the Thai side in Mesa, Thailand. And we, the, the Buddhist uh, Thai monks used to go to the bridge and get all the Burmese girls because there was the Chinese. What are they doing in, in uh, Thailand? Snatching little bur because you got that one child policy. Mm. There's a shortage of women because wow. they blew it with that one child. Hundreds of millions of women forced to abort. No reproductive freedom in China, George. Models good. Really? What world are these people living in? But anyway, so the Chinese would go to the uh, because they want the girls that are coming across because they need, you know, a woman or a wife. 
So the monks with uh, the Thai Buddhist monks would meet them there, brought them back to their monastery, and I helped them uh, build a dormitory. Like, you know, no big deal. I wish I could have done better. Didn't even have like running water, but at least it was a roof over their head. So yeah, I've been to Burma, Thailand, Cambodia, but never China. But I don't need to go there to like, you know, understand the Chinese communist government. Why I say they're rotten to the core. People are okay. Hard working, good people. Eating a dog is not normal. Eating pangolin, eating a shark's fin. Yeah, eating a tiger's penis in a soup because they think it's going to like, uh, you know, the guy's going to be able to give his girl an extra good shag or have great sex because you eat a tiger's penis in a soup. You know, so they're, uh, but besides that, those are, those are good people. I hang out with them. Yeah. I've had Chinese come over after they were in jail for 10 years in China. He stayed in my uh, apartment with me for a week. Good guy. Tortured for 10 years because he wants democracy because he wants the freedom of the press, because he, t he blew the whistle on Falun Gong, the CCP prosecuting Falun Gong, and he told the world about it. So they stuck him in jail for 10 years, stuck his wife in jail for 11 years. Good people. So my, beef's not with the, my beef is not with the people. My beef is with the Chinese communist government, who's a threat, like I said, to everything we live for, and people got to wake up. They're slowly starting to wake up. Slowly. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when the information is so controlled. Like if people are unable to see an opposite image of what's in their head already, then they're unable to make a decision on on the knowledge they have. So if you're only getting fed a, a diet of this, this, and this, that's all you know, right? I look, look, look at the uh, CCP. You know, look at the uh, Chinese Communist Party government. You know, because uh, that's one thing they're great at is propaganda. Yeah, you know, they control everything. There's no independent reporting in China, no investigative journalism in China, no literature freedom, no essay freedom, no poetry freedom. Models good? Really? No internet freedom, no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no Gmail, no Google. Models good? Really? I mean, I just don't understand what these were. But anyway, the CCP is uh, who we chat, you know, People in China can't log onto the World Wide Web. No internet freedom. They have to use a VPN, that virtual private network, to jump over the firewall. It's not normal, horrible system. Bad CCP China system. Do you think it's... Um, what do you think it... like? A, what do you think it does to the psyche of an individual that grows up in a system like that? If you are denied the ability to see reality, or maybe no one really sees all of reality, but if you're only allowed to see a sliver of the actual reality that the world lives in, what does that do to you growing up? Oh, dude, great. Uh, glad you brought up the, uh, because dude, the Chinese get brainwashed from when they're babies. They got that little mouth pin, you know, like they got a little pin up here or something like that little mouth pin, oh man, because they're in the young pioneers and then they go into the communist youth league. They're brainwashed from the time they're babies through kindergarten, through uh, first grade, first grade through seventh grade. They're brainwashed young pioneers, then uh, through a junior high and high communist youth league, 
institute. There's no academic. There's no independent thought. No independent thinking, George. Not allowing people to have independent. It's anti-humanity. You don't let people independent thought. No independent thinking, man. That's a good system. That's uh, George Orwell, 1984. He's rolling over in his grave. CCP created a police state, a surveillance state. Look at those poor people, the Uyghurs in uh, Xinjiang, which is also called East Turkestan, those Uyghur people that are being controlled by China in their own country. Disgusting. And then they die in that fire. I don't know if you remember, but like two months ago, you had a bunch of 10 Uyghurs. They died in a fire in East Turkestan or Xinjiang. That's why that's what started those protests was that fire because they were locked down. They couldn't get out because the CCP welded their door shut. And they couldn't get out because you had, you know, massive lockdowns. You had electronic contact tracing. You had states, you know, uh, quarantines. Anyway, mass testing. That's why, uh, and after that fire, that's when the Chinese went onto the street and said, yo, enough's enough. Ten people died in a fire. Month before that, you had 27 Chinese people in a bus. At 2.30 a.m., the government rounded up a bunch of people, decided at 3 a.m. to take them to a quarantine. Bus went off the road, 27 dead. Chinese were going pissed off, saying, dude, what's going on? You're killing us. CCP, you're killing us. Your lockdowns, your zero COVID policies, killing us. Three-month-old girl, four-month-old girl died because she couldn't get treatment. Three-year-old boy died because he couldn't get treatment and didn't even have COVID because of the COVID lockdown, because of the COVID quarantines. They couldn't get treatment. China's people hate the CCP. They hate them, but there's nothing they can do about it. Like Tiananmen Square, what was it? Millions of Chinese in different cities. CCP just comes out, get the machine gun, gun them all down. You know, like I said, Deng Xiaoping, if we have to kill 200,000 for just 20 more years of CCP rule, so be it. It's that simple, bro. They need help overthrowing the CCP. China's people need help to oust the vile CCP. It's crazy to think about. Like, um, I don't don't even, I'm not even sure of how you would like rally up. It's That's a tough, a tough one. nut to crack. It's a tough it really nut to is. crack. Yeah. Dude, they're on the street. Well, look at them. You know, you see that the uh, CCP, Xi Jinping, after the uh, people were on the streets, they did a 180-degree U-turn. People were on the streets protesting, huh? CCP got scared. Oh, my God, we might get overthrown. That's why they ended the zero COVID policy. Mm. Said, okay, okay, we surrendered. Only thing CCP cares about, staying in power. Only thing they care about. They don't care about China's people. Otherwise, they would allow them to get vaccines. Or they would, all the shortages. How about all the short, bed shortage, the morgues overflowing. You had in, uh, intensive care units overflowing. Hospitals, no more beds, no more ibuprofen. They're rationing. Complete failure. A Xi Jinping personal failure when it comes to zero COVID. Even though he's saying, uh, you know, I won the war. You know, I'm great. My system's the best. I'm the commander-in-chief of fighting COVID. It's a failure. It's all, you know, CCP, BS, talking points, slogans. Our system's superior. It's a slogan. 
our model of governance is the best. It's a slogan. It's all BS. And people are buying it. I don't understand. Everything they touch turns to garbage. Look at zero COVID policy. Look at their economy. GDP down. Retail sales down. Kids can't get a job out of college. They're rationing food. It's just a bad system. A do you Marxist. Think, what, do you think if... No, it's okay. It's, I, I, like, I like listening. Do you think that if the Chinese economy was to fail, that that would send shockwaves to... Like, would, would that lead our economy to fail? Could that ruin supply chains and cause, you know, some of the same things that are happening in China to happen here? Could that cause, you know, an, an economic... You know, disaster in our country if that country failed. That's a yeah, social contract. The uh, CCP, Chinese Communist Party government, CCPG, whatever you want to call. It. They call themselves the CPC, Communist Party of China. We call them the Chinese Communist Party. Same thing, but anyway. George, bottom line, and I don't know where to start, brother. It's just. Uh, Bottom line, I know we only have, like you said, it's uh, one hour, so we only have uh, 12 minutes left. Okay, all right. What were you just saying? Well, I was just, I was just trying to figure out, like, with all this disaster and all the craziness that's happening over there, I can't rack my brain around. Like, like you know, if, it's, if it is this incredibly horrific over there, why is our government and the governments of the world – not doing anything. And the only thing I can think of is that may, they must all be so frightened that if China, if, if what we're saying is true, then one of the answers might be if China's economy fails, then the world goes into a crisis. Like that's the only thing I can think of that would back up the way in which we are acting towards them. Cause it seems like we're capitulating in so many ways. Dude, good point. Cause like we're actually like, Helping finance yeah, the enemy. Absolutely. We're propping up the enemy. And they're propping up Putin. CCP, Xi Jinping props up all the world's worst dictators. Whether it's in Burma, Myanmar, that hunter, that poor lady, Aung San Suu Kyi. The democratically elected lady in Burma. Before the hunter in Burma, I think it was only two weeks before. Just two weeks, man. China's foreign minister was in Burma. Two weeks later, there was a coup d'etat. A coup d'etat against uh, Aung San Suu Kyi, the democratically, dude, they have their hands everywhere. You know, destroy Burma's democracy. They prop up all the Putin, prop up uh, Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela, uh, Ortega in Nicaragua, you know, in Havana, the communists in Havana, in Cuba. They're just, uh, they're tentacles, they're Marxist, Leninist model, tentacles spreading all over the world. And the reason why, you know, the governments are kowtowing. Look at Biden, you know, kowtowing. He's soft. You know, that's even though uh, Trump was a nut, big time wacko, <laughs> maybe a DeSantis and Pompeo, they're normal. You know, they're not a nut. You know, and they'll have like, they'll be stronger against because uh, Biden's weak, soft, because he has that Biden, you know, University of Pennsylvania. He has the Biden Center and it's, yeah. who funded it? China. Right. You know, that's why uh, Biden's weak on him, because the Chinese, Biden has been compromised by the CCP. Every company, they corrupt our officials. They corrupt UK officials. They corrupt Australian officials. They corrupt Canadian officials. They corrupt everything. Everything the CCP touches gets corrupted. United Nations corrupted. 
Interpol, corrupted. World Trade Organization, corrupted. World Health Organization, they couldn't even tell the truth to work because they were controlled by the CCP. CCP has made every global, international institution become irrelevant. Now the World Trade Organization is going to get shut down. They just destroy everything. We got a big problem, man. People need to like, I don't know what to do, George. Yeah. And it seems like once that corruption, once that cat's out of the bag, even if you were to collapse the Communist Party, you would still have that shadow of corruption that's that's no longer you know the, the one of the problems might be that it's no longer contained in one area it might be that that it's moved all the way through and you got cells everywhere oh they created ccp they had 73 years 100 years to create a culture of corruption mm. it's really bad i mean not, and not just do they corrupt their own government they corrupt every other government too all those African countries' governments corrupted, bribed. They bribed. Biden's been bought and paid for. You know, all of these countries, and even Germany, you know, they're, they're like, you know, so scared. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, it's a good thing that uh, finally, you know, people are starting to, uh, it took a COVID, it took a virus mm -hmm. to, like, wake people up. And people are still, like, you know, not still on the fence, not sure if... Uh, you know, they just, for some reason, don't want to accept that China's corruption has is uh, infected, infiltrated every country's government. They've corrupted. They have that CGTV, their TV stations, their media. Even here in New York, they have like a China Daily. I read that. I'm like, what? It's just riddled with lies. And then they just corrupt everything. It's just every human gets corrupted. Every international organization gets corrupted. It's just uh, the United Nations. They can't even talk about human rights abuses. Burma's human rights abuse can't even be brought up because China blocks it. They destroyed the United Nations, which, by the way, UN High Commissioner for Refugees said China's committing genocide against those Uyghur people. UN doesn't even say nothing. The highest dude there, and then because they corrupted China, corrupted all those countries that vote. You know, we're giving you money. We're yep. giving you cash. You can't <laughs> vote against us. We won't give you money no more. They've been corrupted. Real yeah. problem, George. Big problem, bro. Yeah. Yeah. As we're landing the plane, what like what what would you want to summarize with? I mean, is there is there is there a plan in motion? Are there people fighting? Are there things that the average person can do? Or what, what, what would you leave us with? Man, that's a tough. Uh, it's just like you saw like uh, those people in the, what was it, the end of uh, December, or November, whenever it was when they were all on the streets, the end of November, protesting. You know, we just need, uh, they just need to, you know, rise up more. United States needs to like, dude, it's just a matter of time before CCP attacks Taiwan. Chinese communist government will attack, invade Taiwan. So uh, I don't know, or if that if that's not where the fight, if that's not where World War Three starts, because mm. it's coming, George. And I got news for you: when the CCP starts World War Three, whether it's over Taiwan, or if it's in space, because that might be like where there's a conflict area, you know, on yeah. the moon, or there might be some sort of like a collision in space that's going to set off like. 
I don't know what it's going to take to uh, overthrow the vile CCP, what it's going to take to vanquish, you know, because those Chinese people on the streets, it's not an, all those people that were protesting, you know, at the end of November against the zero COVID policy, they've been rounded up. All those people that were, pro not all of them, if it was in a, I think it was in yesterday's New York Times, they listed all of the women that were around, girls that went to the protest seeking freedom. We want freedom. We want human rights. We want free speech. We want rule of law. We want justice. End the lockdowns. All of those people, they got all rounded up. They're in jail right now. Bunch of girls. So everyone should see the New York Times yesterday, right on the cover. Five Chinese feminists in jail because there's no feminism, freedom. No LGBTQ. I don't care if you're gay, whatever. I don't care. Point is, there's no freedom there. No human rights. Again, no rule of law. And before they keep spreading to their BRI countries, because those are what the BRI is all about, they want to spread that model, the China no freedom model, to all their BRI countries. And then all of those BRI countries become like a little satellite country of China. Change that country's model. End that country's democracy. And now you have CCP authoritarian repression. No freedom. So what's it going to take to a... Uh, that's there's only one thing you got to overthrow. Him. Biden's too weak, and the CCP is going to attack Taiwan while there's a Democrat in office. They won't attack Taiwan when there's a Republican because they know a Republican will strike back. That's why I don't know if it's a uh, you know next year maybe 2024. Mm. I'm 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 assuming that that's when uh, CCP China going to attack Taiwan. And hopefully uh, Biden's got the chutzpah, I don't know. They're trying to destroy the international world order, greatest generation created after World War II. CCP is determined to undermine, upend the world order, end democracy, end human rights, end free speech, and they want their model. It's one of the, you want democracy or you want dictatorship? Yeah, that's a great line to leave it with right there i think man i think that's what it kind of comes down to right it's it's can you point people that are watching this to some of the places where they could go and find some information maybe like you have found yeah just a i'll be honest with you george i'm no genius brother but you've read some good books. You've you've pointed to some good books that you've yeah, read. That's that's it, bro. All I'm doing, dude. If I could figure this out, everybody could figure. <laughs> it just so happens that I do a lot of reading. I bang out maybe four hours a day. So I read I read the New York Times. I read the Wall Street Journal. You know, I read uh, the Financial Times, that English newspaper, the British paper that's like salmon colored. Mm -hmm. oh, they've been in China for 150 years. They they tell you even though they're super liberal. Right. And they got the CCP's back. I'm sometimes I'm reading. I'm like, you've been brainwashed too. Even our newspapers get because if they want, if New York Times want their reporters in China, be careful. You know, watch what you say. There's no, again, you know, literature freedom. So, bottom line is, read the uh, New York Times every day. Read the Wall Street Journal every day. I just read the China articles. To be honest with you. You know, I'm not reading it cover to cover. I just find that, and then the things that I'm reading, it's like, it's hard to believe that, you know, that's why people here, you don't know how good we got it. We all should be kissing the ground. We're walking on. 
So, uh, and then, you know, I just read books. I read, uh, you know, China's Second Continent, Unrestricted unrestricted Warfare. You want to read about Chinese corruption? Huh? Read, just came out maybe like six months ago or a year ago, Red Roulette. Oh, you can't, that's the best book. Read Red Roulette. And then uh, I'll be back, George, hopefully, if you have me again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was awesome, man. I, I, I enjoy talking to you and we've been working on this for a while. So it's finally, it's, it's always rewarding for me to finally get to talk to people and, and see them face to face. And I'm thankful that you made time for us to come on here. And um, yeah, I, I will make, uh, people can reach out to you on your Twitter handle, which I'll put yeah, down in the show notes and they can reach out to you. And um, Absolutely. It's a China crisis now. You know, that's the Twitter at China crisis now. It's a perfect, uh, that's what it is, crisis. And people need to rise up, stop buying good. When you look, when you buy something, I do nothing on my buy. I will never finance the enemy by buying their clothes, which is made by Uyghurs. You know, you just got to like have a conscience, become a consumer with a conscience. Look at the label of everything you buy. If it says made in China, put it back down, please. A slave made it. You know, just people got to like, uh, just do the right thing. There's another book, I can't remember what it was, but it talked about forced labor. Even Apple, like some of the widgets or some of the screws made by uh, people, you know, victims of forced labor. But uh, I just keep reading books. Red Roulette, I'll shut up. Thank you, George. <laughs> Jeremy, it's always a pleasure, man. I can keep Thank going, you so brother. much. I'll keep yapping forever, man. <laughs> I'll talk to a tree. <laughs> Awesome, my friend. Well, I'm going to shut it down on this side, but hang on, hang on the other side for a minute, and I'll close it up, and then we'll, and then I'll talk to you about that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending time with Jeremy and I. Hope you had a great time. I know we did, and we'll be back uh, probably next month. Chit chat with everybody. Aloha.
Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.